Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Christina Stathopoulos, and I will be your host today. I am dedicated to the world of data, currently an analytical lead for Waze at Google, an adjunct professor of analytics at IE Business School and ISDI, and an active public speaker in the space. We are joined by Ramesh Sharma, founder and CEO at Orion Governance, and we're going to be talking about data governance for the digital age. Welcome, Ramesh. How are you doing today? Thank you, Christina. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm doing great. Thanks. Yeah, a pleasure to have you. Welcome to the podcast. I've been very much looking forward to our conversation today. So to get started, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you and your team do at Orion. Yeah, thank you again for the opportunity. Um, so I'm Ramesh Sharma, the founder, CEO of Orion Governance. Um, come with a background of having worked in uh, analytics and data movement for a number of years uh, with very, very large corporations. We founded Orion in 2017 uh, to address a problem that uh, I noticed when working with one of our largest customers. And that problem was the lack of information on information assets within the enterprise. Uh, Specifically, this had to do with modernizing and that's really when we came up with this idea of Orion. So our team built a solution, which is almost akin to Google Maps or Waze in the modern day for, for navigation. Orion helps you navigate the complex world of the IT landscape. And this, uh, we've been very hard at work trying to build a solution that is easy to use, easy to maintain, and that's scalable. And we've been on this journey for the last five years. Okay. So founded in 2017, and it came out of a problem that you were having. You were trying to solve for this this problem. So let's dive a bit more into this, data governance itself, and also the work that Orion is doing in this space. To set the stage, can you explain what exactly data governance is and also describe its current state in the market? So data governance is the transparency in people process product, right? The ability to oversee all of this and to be able to uh, predict and prevent potential uh, issues within the enterprise. And the market has been maturing over the years and it's very heavily fragmented, uh, being broken into various magic quadrants by Gartner and most recently, all those quadrants were scuttled because Gartner has realized that the segmentation does not make sense. So at Orion, we we started with this picture that we needed in order to be gov- in order for governance to be successful, uh, you needed a holistic picture of the information flow and not just the siloed approach uh, that companies took in the way they approached uh, governance, which meant. In order for a customer to solve a problem, they would have to go to multiple vendors and try to piecemeal their way through. We we took a completely different way, uh, approach to doing it, uh, which is called the bottom-up approach, which means first let's 
connect all the assets that you have in the enterprise. And then you can catalog it. You can uh, understand how they're interrelated. You can measure the overall ROI and the performance of all those assets, eliminate duplication. Uh, and, and so we're changing the way the world is thinking about governance. The bottom-up approach that we've taken is a low road less traveled, but the you know the results are uh, surprisingly good and very usable. Okay, I want to cover more about this this holistic approach, the bottom up approach that you've mentioned, and as well, I was curious: does there, do you think there's a reason why the market has become so fragmented to to begin with? Yeah, so um, that, that's a that's a good question. Uh, the tr- vendors that preceded us, and some many of them who've been dominating the marketplace, uh, have taken the easy route where you know you build a fancy user interface and they've taken a very theoretical approach to governance essentially preaching to the world that you have to build teams and structures and processes uh, so you could end up spending a couple of years arguing about a business glossary and building business processes none, none of those are there's nothing wrong with that the only only problem with that approach is it's it it ends at some point very quickly. Uh, and it, it is very waterfall, meaning slow. The time to get to your ROI is very, very long. People get disenchanted and they, they drop off. So think of this as creating a conceptual model of uh, your your world and then trying to map it to reality. And, and the biggest challenge with that is that mapping never works because the software was never designed to understand the complexity of what's within the uh, enterprise uh, enterprise landscape. So the bottom-up approach really is to go from the DNA level, which is a much harder way of uh, you know taking this problem head-on. But once we succeeded in that, there's an awful lot of good stuff that can happen from there. Okay. So let's let's dive more into this. I, I do want to understand your approach, like I said, in the bottom up, the bottom up approach particularly. Um, and as you've been mentioning, it's as if Orion has disrupted the space with this this new approach. You're trying to tackle the issues posed by data governance with a more holistic approach. So can you walk us through um, more? Walk us through a little bit more your approach at Orion. Yeah. So um, you know the the bottom up approach involves deep parsing of the source code. So be it mainframe applications, be it uh, what they call data pipelines, reports, programming languages, as you know, that uh, a lot of companies are modernizing and the traditional what data pipelines or what they used to call ETL is getting replaced with technologies such as Python, Java, and Scala for data movement. And, and this fundamentally began with data scientists wanting to manipulate data, um, transform data in their data science experiments, and it's caught on quite a bit. Uh, so what Orion does is parses all the, the code, understand uh, understands what's in there, and it connects not only assets within the same technology type, but between technologies out of the box. This, uh, in contrast to the traditional approach of building conceptual models and trying to map it, the 
traditional approach that other vendors have taken requires a lot of human capital. And when you're talking about very large enterprises with millions and millions of assets, that is never going to happen because the amount of time it takes for them to consume that information does not account for the fact that enterprises are constantly evolving and, and code driving data movement within the enterprise is also changing all the time. Uh, with the bottom-up approach, it's the uh, our application that does all the work of you know, parsing, breaking everything down to the DNA level, interconnecting. Uh, what this also means is we can provide you with a map of information flow with additional knowledge on top of it in near real time, which can never be accomplished in the traditional approach uh, that other vendors have taken. I, I hope this, uh, I'm not getting too confusing here, but if, if you'd like, I, you know, do let me know if you want me to elaborate even further. No, no, of course. No, I, I was actually going to ask, just to make sure that we are on the same page with our listeners, when you talk about assets, what do you mean? Because a company, you said, has millions of assets. Yeah. What, what, how would you break down what are the different assets that they can have? Yeah, so the, most of this is technologies from multiple vendors. Uh, each technology may have one or more languages, language to describe or to build an application on. Um, and uh, there could be orchestration of all the data movement and analytics, et cetera. So these I call assets. Got it. Makes sense. And of course, the bigger your organization gets, the more the more complex it gets, um, the more assets you're, you're going to be dealing with, and probably the more important it becomes to have good data governance. Exactly. I, I want to use an analogy uh, here uh, so that you know you, you may relate to this from your Google experience here. There was a time not too far back when you know we were using paper maps from AAA to navigate the highways, and that map was only relevant provided you've got uh, you had the latest update. But what it did not provide you was information such as traffic jams or. Uh, you know, if, if a certain highway was uh, under repair, uh, you typically ended up at that destination or on the way to the destination getting stuck in traffic and then trying to figure out a detour, right? And then, then you had GPS, which gave you what much better situational awareness. Uh, I would say that the traditional approach that vendors have taken is like the paper maps of yesterday. Uh, the bottom-up approach really gives you what Waze does to your navigation of highways today within the IT landscape. Everything in near real time and essentially giving you a picture that is vendor platform agnostic. So you don't need to be a specialist in Java or Python or mainframe, but uh, you, you've heard the adage, a picture is worth a thousand words. So Orion is able to distill that information depending on the persona within the enterprise, giving you a clearer picture of how information is flowing. I love the analogy. <laughs> um, and going so going back to these approaches, um, we've talked a little bit about um, how data governance has followed a top-down approach. Traditionally, you're talking about the differences um, and the benefits of this new bottom-up approach that you all are, are following at Orion. Um, I'm curious why... Why are so many companies still using the top-down approach? You said that was the more traditional way, right? 
And this new bottom-up approach has quite a lot of benefits. So could you highlight again, summarize the benefits that this new bottom-up approach has um, and, and how and why companies are moving towards this now? So uh, let me uh, ask you this question, right? You, you are familiar with Waze or Google Maps. It gives you not only the current state of maps, but also traffic information, uh, any kind of pitfalls along your route. What if I were to tell you, uh, I'm going to give you an application like that, but uh, I'll need a bunch of consultants to come in and update that information. It'll, it'll be six hours delayed. Do you still think you'd be using an application like that? Well, no, because these applications, one of the main reasons you're using it is because of that real-time um, real update on road conditions and traffic and so on. Exactly. And now we've gotten used to technology that gives us information at our fingertips. I just talked to a very big bank uh, yesterday and, uh, you know, they gone with the traditional vendors who've got big marketing arms and you know they they've been touting the top-down approach but uh, i was shocked when uh, that person told me that it takes them eight months to keep their catalog up to date so i said what happens when there are changes in the it landscape in the interim oh it takes us another eight months so we're never we've never caught up so to, to answer that question if you can't live without a Waze or google maps application why would you want to live with the traditional approach? And so people are beginning to realize that, especially post-COVID when there's been a significant amount of movement towards cloud environments, right, in order to reduce the dependency on data centers in-house and to facilitate remote working and scalability. So with that kind of transition, the complexity of the IT landscape is just growing. It's not shrinking uh, by any means. And what if you wanted to do impact analysis or uh, provide traceability for regulatory compliance, get a comprehensive view of what's going on in your landscape? The traditional vendors have met, I think, are meeting their demise. The, the approach is very limited, and people have started realizing that I've, I've purchased a solution. I've spent millions on it, but I have to keep feeding the beast all the time in order to keep it relevant, but it takes me six to eight months to keep it relevant. So why am I still using those paper maps? Yeah, totally makes sense. And and the tech landscape, the data landscape is constantly changing. So you don't want to be as far behind as, as you're saying a lot of the traditional companies and approaches are. Um, I had personally never quite understood all of these differences within within data governance, but it's very clear now. So, so thanks, Ramesh. Um, Changing the focus slightly. So let's talk about how all of this data governance talk relates to TCO, the total cost of ownership. When done right, proper data governance can lower your TCO and even increase the ROI of your data assets. How is this so? And can you speak more to this point from your own experience? Yeah. So, you know, I've always wondered why, you know, data governance is such a dry, boring area. Right, uh, a lot of people. There's a high rate of churn in enterprises, and it became apparent the more I started working with companies that were trying to implement governance in, a, in, the, in the traditional way. So when you know you spend months just building business processes or arguing about glossary terms and standard definitions, you really don't get people excited. 
So the total cost of ownership, in order for you to get the accurate picture of what's going on in there, as I mentioned earlier, uh, requires a lot of consultants to come in and work on a system that is not automated, that is incapable of consuming information in an automated fashion. With Orion, with the bottom-up approach, we can consume information, uh, get a customer deployed in a matter of weeks. It's not months or years. And then once you start showing value as quickly as you can, and, and all this, by the way, doesn't need an army of consultants. The software does all the bulk of the work here. So that's where we talk about TCO. When you buy a product, are you really getting value out of the box? Or do you have to pay uh, a bunch of consultants to come in and start doing work? And then what happens when you have to update that product uh, with the latest information? Again, it's another huge expense. But, and, and as I mentioned earlier, you never really get caught up with, with the current information. And that's because it's human capital intensive. Our focus has been on automation, simplicity, and scalability. And that, that, that really pays off. So what we could do in a month, and I'll, I'll give you a real-world example. We were at a uh, what they call a proof of concept at a global uh, retail company who happened to have another vendor that's a magic quadrant vendor who claimed to be a leader in governance. This customer had to solve a GDPR-related problem, which means I want to be able to trace all IT assets where personally identifiable information about customers is kept, right? And they gave us an opportunity to go in to compete against this very large company. They wouldn't tell us who that company was. But, you know, since you guys are an upstart to claim uh, you could do this quickly, uh, we want to give you a, a chance. And uh, at the end of two weeks, we had already demoed uh, using their own pro uh, applications, tracing where all the PII information was kept. And then they said, okay, stand by. We need to finish the evaluation of the other vendor. At the end of the fifth week, they came in and said, we picked you. I was obviously enthralled. And I said, hey, you know, I'm very curious as well. Why did you pick us? And who was the other vendor? I'm not going to name the other vendor here in this uh, interview, but I can tell you that what we did in less than two weeks, it, the other vendor wanted two months and more than 100,000 euros to do the same. Uh, and, and they said it was a no-brainer. You guys were able to walk us through every detail in less than two weeks' time. And this is across four different technologies where their customer loyalty information was kept. Uh, the other vendor had to bring in consultants, and they said, we'll show you the results at the end of two months. And it, it's just, you know, it, it was clear as daylight that we wanted the solution that was automated. So we essentially ended up, once they onboarded us, repurposing a team of 12 people that their only job was to update information in the competitor's product and repurpose them for other purposes within the enterprise which improved productivity significantly. Well, first of all, congratulations on landing that. Um, and and back to, so talking a little bit about the different points that you went through, um, I, I found it funny that at the beginning you said data governance is, it's, it's considered boring. Um, and it reminds me as well, like even in the data science world where data cleaning is not, it's not very glamorized, it's, it's boring. 
but it's necessary the same the same way that this proper data governance is absolutely necessary for enterprises today um and then as well like you mentioned too it's it's this is all a no-brainer um this data governance with a bottom-up approach is more than just a set of processes for for better management of your data um, you can even find a direct relation to your bottom line so there's a lot going on um, and then you went into a a use case which connects into my last question for you today. Um, I wanted to connect all of this to reality and see what does this look like for an organization and their data and their assets, their technology, so on. Can you give us an example or use case, um, the full picture of how you have helped a company implement this from Orion? Yeah, absolutely. And this is what excites me is, you know, we, and I tell my team this all the time, we're not here to build solutions. We're here to solve people's problems. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a, a real-world use case. One of our customers is a very large health insurance company here in North America. And they needed to clear a HIPAA audit, Personal Health Information uh, Accountability, uh, Accountability Act, right? And a lot of the member demographics information was kept in the mainframe. So... You're talking 40, 50 years worth of code. There were not a whole lot of folks out there who really understood this, and it was literally millions of lines of code. And they brought us in. Uh, Orion consumed all that information in less than a month, and uh, the customers walking through and validating and approving all this, and then they got audited in the process, which was a surprise. And when they walk the auditors to uh, through to show them where the PHI information was kept, the personal health information, uh, they cleared the audit in record time. And that's one very good example of a you know, very successful use case, all happening in, in a month's time or less than that. As I say, a stitch in time saves nine. Uh, and we have many more of these in the financial services and banking industry. Well, and I, I did not mention this to you, what really helped Orion accelerate in the marketplace? Uh, this is post too big to fail with a lot of regulations being imposed on organizations, uh, especially banking and insurance. Uh, we've helped a number of organizations with BCPS 239 compliance, the Basel standards, the anti-money laundering uh, related issues. And, and, of course, now we see any number of different use cases coming in. Migration. Orion has partnered with Snowflake to do what they call their migration readiness assessment. So what happens if you want to modernize? How could you accelerate the modernization process? By giving you a picture of how information is flowing within your landscape in very, very short order, uh, we can help companies plan their migration processes and help accelerate the movement into the new platforms. So those are uh, quite a few different use cases where we are involved in. Thanks for sharing, Ramesh. I always find it helpful to connect the theory to the practice. And it's also fascinating to hear how you've implemented this new data governance approach in especially these traditional old-fashioned sectors, like you mentioned, banking, finance, um, even healthcare. And I can't even begin to imagine all of the different regulations that you and they are dealing with. 
um, and and trying to confront that and like you said solve for solve for their problems. I'm actually going to quote you. I love the the quote that you began with, which was not you're not here to build solutions. We're here to solve problems. So I love that. Um, now to close up, any last words for our listeners? Yeah. So uh, as I was saying, you know, open your mind, think clearly, don't settle for less, right? Demand more of your vendor. I mean, there's obviously a lot of noise in the marketplace, but then there are a lot of disruptors as well who are not as loud uh, as some of the other vendors have been, but that's not the only thing in the world that there is. Go and explore. Your life could be a lot better than being a blind follower of you know messaging that's been out there. There are quite a few of those brave souls in, in many of those companies who've taken that journey and have become heroes. So why don't you become a hero? Don't, don't settle for less. Demand more of your vendors. That's all I would say. Amazing. Thank you, Ramesh. Thanks for all of your great insight today. It's been an interesting conversation. I know I've learned a lot and I'm sure our listeners have as well. And thank you to everyone who has tuned in. If you would like more information on what we've discussed today, make sure you head on over to orioncovernance.com. We will be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. And until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, head on over to EM360Tech.com. <laughs>